This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. Well, good evening. It is April 21st, 2021, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Brews and Geek News Podcast. We talk football and drink alcohol underneath the great people over at the Craftology Radio Network. But we are without our fearless leader today. Uh, Ryan has decided that he doesn't want to be our friend anymore, so it's just the two of us. I am joined by my brother from another mother, the rooster dude, the shredder, the producer, the man who makes the best Caesar dressing, Mr. Corey Gracie. What's up, man? Man, I can't believe you remember my Caesar dressing. Dude, Megan talks about it all the fucking time. I made it for her. Was it at the uh, my apartment in South Tampa? Th- that's when we played that game with the headphones. I still have that video. Yeah, oh, yeah, she always. Anytime we have Caesar, she's like, "It's good, but it's not as good as Corey's." I'm like, "It's." <laughs> I'm like, "It's." It's the anchovies. All right, next time we see each other uh, and everybody's together, I'm going to make the Caesar dressing. Uh, I'm good this evening. A little bum Ryan's not going to be here this evening, but uh, we have at least a solid hour of a fantastic mock draft ahead. Uh, We're doing, what, two or three rounds of every team. Um, It's up to you. Um, I'm kind of thinking we set it up for three, and then if we get to two and we're over time, we'll just call it good. All right, Um, let's do that. Um, I am drinking this evening uh, because Ryan's not here. My my craft beer game isn't uh, uh, isn't up to par like it normally is, but uh, you can't complain about a good old Yingling. So, um, Pottsville PA baby. Very nice, very nice. I am drinking some Nighthawk Black Red Blend. I'm gonna try to not black out. Um, I promise I won't forget Kyle Pitts' name tonight. That's <laughs> Don't delete your audio and you're fine. Yep, yep. Um, so, so before we dive in here, any any news this week in, in the NFL world? I don't think there's anything major that I've heard, really. Um, um, I think well, everybody's pretty much waiting for, for the For one, your boy got extended. Mike Tomlin got extended. Yes, he did. Wow. I can't believe I forgot about that one. Yeah, four-year thought... deal. Um, I mean, not really surprised about it. Um, some of my friends are bummed. You know, it's kind of exciting whenever, you know, some fresh blood comes into town. But it's such an, an odd conversation to have about Tomlin. He's been there since, what, 2007? He's been to two Super Bowls. He won his first one. It's been a long time. Yes, it was a lot of Cowers players. Um, ben, you know, Ben was fresh. He was young. Um, he hasn't had a losing season. You know, how many how many times has he won the FC North? A lot. But the argument with him is what seems like as of late, what, the last two or three times the Steelers have made the playoffs? It's been ugly. They are don't seem prepared. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if you blame him. I don't know if there's things we don't know. Maybe the players just aren't showing up. Who knows? But, you know, yeah. it is at, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, so, you know, 
there's much worse coaches out there to have as your head football coach. So I will, I will say <clears throat> I've always liked Tomlin, just how, just his demeanor, his mentality, his old school approach to the game. I think he fits the Steelers. I know when, when McCarthy got fired and we got Lafleur. That level of excitement I'd never felt before. I was also scared shitless because it's like we've had McCarthy forever, Change. right? The difference is Tomlin, you know, even with some some rosters that were depleted, there's been a couple years where you've underachieved. Your underachieving is still above 500. You have winning records. Do you say he's never missed the playoffs? No, 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 no. He's never had a losing season. Never had, a, never losing had a losing season. season. And but I mean. Sixteen yeah. years or fifteen years, um, yeah. I mean, it, it. He's missed the playoffs a couple, a, a few times, um, but the last three, I think we've been one and done. Um, which is, as a Steelers fan, and you know, being a Packers fan, I think our expectations are about as high as it gets for any football team. I mean, any football team would just like to win a fucking one playoff game in a decade. Look at the Bucks. I mean, they were just happy yeah. to be in the playoffs for the first time in what. 11 years and then they fucking um, win it like give me a break like we've been there how many times and haven't <laughs> won it like you gotta earn that shit okay that's not when you have brady he yeah, just brings I... it with him dude so um, i got a question for you then so as a steelers fan because i don't know how you guys feel about this you had chuck Knoll, and i would imagine tomlin's ahead of cower but is tomlin you think tomlin's the best steelers coach ever no no, um, I, I think no. You know, I mean, times change. I get it. Leagues changed. But what he did, and I got to give the Rooney's credit, but what they did with – they were the worst football team in the league, and they changed overnight with one draft. And then they drafted again, killer draft. And they drafted again, killer draft. And I and Noel had a lot to do with that. Um, Tomlin does have his hands – pretty deep in the draft pot with, you know, next to Colbert, but it is the Colbert show, but he's, he's there. He, you know, he, he, his presence is felt. I think his opinion matters. Um, yeah, at this point, man, there's so many of those old school Steeler fans. Oh, cower power. I love cower. Don't get me wrong, but trust me, if we can go back 25, 25 years, you know, in the mid nineties, 2000 cower had his frustrations too. You know, he always had his teams prepared. That was never the issue. You know, they had different problems. Cower, he got up by it was different different game though. You got up by three points. He's just he no passing. That's it. And yeah. to, that was just a know, fun team to watch. So like for me, it's like you dude. like to you like to associate team. Like I remember playing what was it? Madden was it Madden ninety eight or Madden ninety seven? One of the first years I think it came out. Dude, I was Jerome Bettis every freaking time. Because I would yeah, just that was Jerome in his prime. People, that I mean, they always had a good defense. They're always going to be in it if you have a good defense. And then at that time, passing game didn't really matter. It was kind of the icing on the cake. Where now, running game's kind of the icing on the cake. Having a, a good running back, but uh, I mean, we had Cordell freaking Stewart, and Neil O'Donnell, and Mike Tomzak, and um, Tommy Maddox before. It went from Bradshaw to Ben. It took a long time, but they were relevant. You know, there wasn't really many dark times between then. There was a couple years in the 80s, so they've been lucky. Green Bay's been lucky, too, going from franchise quarterback to franchise quarterback. I was talking about that with somebody today, and we totally had a disagreement. I mean, 
you know, it, it, it's they, they don't grow on trees. And that's why I know it was frustrating last year, but I don't really fault Green Bay for doing what they did because they're not going to get one this year either. You know what I mean? So maybe that guy, they really fu- fucking love that guy. Love. Uh, oh, we're going to. And okay. even if they don't, even if he's not the guy, and they do keep Aaron, I don't know, you know, or or if they decide to keep Aaron over him, it's you have to roll, you have to take your shots when it comes to franchise quarterbacks, and we'll get into that in the draft. But uh, I don't know if you saw a report about Justin Fields today, but he had announced the teams he has uh, epilepsy, so if he drops in the draft to twenty four, I don't think Steelers trade up, but if he drops to twenty four. I'm not sure how they pass on on that potential. Um, Talk to me about well, epilepsy. Okay. Uh, seizures. Seizures. Really? Yeah. Recently I, diagnosed, or he's always had it, and now he's telling people. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he, medically, they he has to be straightforward um, because it's on his 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 medical history. So, damn. You know why I don't love the guy? You probably remember my podcast. You know, a few weeks back. Um, I didn't say he was flat out awful. It's just not what I like to see out of a college quarterback coming out mentally. But again, you can't really fault a guy for not being asked to do something, if that makes sense. I think just any quarterback coming out of Ohio State's not to ask to go through reads and read a defense. It's read one, run. Read one, Mm -hmm. run. Um, But man, if this guy can figure it out and, and, and progress through reads and learn defenses, He's he's a better Cam Newton in my book. They have a very similar skill set, but I actually think his his is better. So while I, I'm not pounding the table, I'm not hoping he drops. I'm ho- I'm not hoping Steelers do it, but it's one of those situations. I'm not going to be upset. When's the next time that a quarterback with those tools is going to be rolling through the twenties? If this quarterback class wasn't no. as strong with Lawrence and Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, he's he's not getting past five. No, I I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I truly believe the Niners are taking Fields. That's that's. What I think I they're believe. taking Lance. I think they're uh, taking Lance. But obviously, we'll see in eight days, which is super exciting. Yes. <laughs> so before we get into this mock draft, though, you mentioned something, and obviously, all these things are made up. Like we there's we can't put too much weight behind them. But did you see the picture that surfaced? of the board in at the Packers facility or with the Patriots no. facility. So they had the, the, a list the of board? Oh, yeah, players. Well, of uh, players, but they had, there was one section and I should pull this up for you. Um, it says Packers trade 29 to the Patriots for their, I'm sorry. They trade for the Patriots 15, giving up their 29, their 145 and Jordan love. Is that a legit like leak? Well, it seems to be, but at the same time, I mean, if someone really wanted to, you know, that trade's locked in. If that if that was legit, I don't think a trade like that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't believe maybe. it, but you know, I'd be happy. I don't even care I, about going up to fifteen. I, I just I need love to I, go away. I think that is a possibility. If those three quarterbacks go, like I think they will, let's just say it's a possibility if all five quarterbacks are off the board. Or if New England doesn't love Fields or love Mac Jones and they think love's better, 
Why not? Why not do well, that? Well, maybe trade? maybe Patriots have, let's just say I don't think it's five guys. Why? Let's Green say they trade, have traded up last year for the guy. I, I don't think they get rid of him that quick. <clears throat> well, I don't think you Jordan well, the thing is, and this is truth, like granted he was a rookie, he didn't have an off season, but all the reports were that he didn't look good, even throughout the season as he was practicing. Like everyone like everything I read was Jordan Love is really struggling, he didn't look good. And we just had the kid out of UCLA a couple of years ago. Um, oh, Hun- Hunley, Brett, no, oh, Brett Hunley. Hunley yeah, yeah. Um, who was one of those? He didn't have near like the 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 raw skill set that Jordan Love has, but he had an arm, he had legs, and he looked good one preseason. We're like, damn, maybe this guy is going to stick with us, and he ended up being awful. I just, it's so hard to get a good quarterback. I don't think you would just, us moving up to 15, who are you targeting to give up right, Jordan that, Love that's just to my, move up to 15? Now, if you it, get get that, but receiver. you also get, you get the Patriots pick next year, well, yeah. that makes more sense to me. Um, I mean, giving up Jordan Love. No, re- realistically, though, I, I think that's smoke, in my opinion. But let's say that is real. Just we'll play devil's advocate here. For them to trade up that that far for a player, it's got to be somebody like Smith or Waddle or. I think you have you have your eyes on receivers and corners. I don't know if they trade think... that far for a corner. You don't trade up for a corner, man. Not that far. That's too far. We we traded up to seventeen for Alexander. Where where were you sitting before? So we were at 10 or 12, and we traded back with the Saints to the late 20s and then traded back up to 17 and took Alexander. That's different. That's so different. I just watched draft day last night, by the way. Yeah, I, was just this, I know. Dude, I watched that a couple, couple weeks ago. That's so good. I mean, if that's the case, it would have to be for like – I don't think Sertain makes it. It would have to be probably Horn. You're hoping for uh, Horn. I think you're hoping for Horn or Smith. I think if you make that trade and you're looking at 15, it's got to be one of those guys. But yeah. you only make the trade. It goes both ways. The Patriots right. have guys they would take at 15. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. a quarterback they like. They don't want Jordan Love. But they were reported to really like him last year. So let's say let's say they don't like Trey Lance or they don't like Mac Jones. So they're like, if Justin Fields is there, we're gonna, we're gonna go. I mean, so much of this is gonna play out on draft day. Also, do the Packers make that trade and give up Jordan Love if the person they want isn't sitting there? I mean, we're not just gonna give them up. No, so, and, and, and my, my my point is, trust me, it's not the most important thing in the world. But if you've seen lately, backup quarterbacks, uh, they're. They're they're a little important. I mean, God forbid your franchise guy goes down. Usually the season's over, regardless. But look, look what happened in uh, Philly a couple years back. You know, look what I mean. Pittsburgh two years ago when Ben went down after the first week. If we had anybody better than Mason, I mean that defense was tearing it up. I mean they yeah. were destructive, and they went what eight and eight with probably the worst quarterback play I've ever seen. You know, if we had somebody even remotely capable back there, they would at least made playoffs. 
Dude, I thought Duck Hodges was so good after that Chargers game. <laughs> yeah, but then well, he, there's a couple games he looked like he he was like the kid from freaking Varsity Blues, and then and then the next game it's like, well, okay, you need, you need to go sit the bench. John Moxon. But, but man, he, he talk about confidence. But I don't know, man. We'll see. It's exciting though. It's only a week away, and uh, you know, I I feel like last year and this year, there's just more surprises than normal because of uh, the reports aren't as accurate because of the whole COVID situation, and people can't meet in person like they did, or haven't met in person as much unless it's at a pro day or you know, senior bowl. So I just have this weird feeling that this is a year that we're going to see guys who we thought were second rounders end up in the first. And a lot of guys we thought were locks for the first falling into the second. It just seems like that kind of year. You know what I mean? I've seen, uh, I was looking at some mocks yesterday and there's been some shaking up the last week that I think makes sense. Zaven Collins is finally a top 15 pick. Like thank yeah, like God. What? I, I'm, I was wondering like, what was why? I missing? No, I I don't get it. And I'm starting to see it. I actually, who did I just see them? Dude, I saw the Redskins. So I just listened to a a mock draft on. That's exactly who they need. Another monster on the defense. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Koromoa or Collins, it was a, uh, all the locked on hosts and experts like for each team make the picks. And the guy from Washington, I think they thought about receiver, but. He he justified how or he said that their offensive line was was good enough and that Zayvon Collins was a pick and I'm just like of all teams like if Fitzpatrick is just Fitzpatrick half the games that team I mean they're winning the East because the Cowboys have Hands no defense down Hands Cowboys have down. no defense Cowboys are gonna, Cowboys have to put up fifty to win they're gonna win games against bad teams. But the Cowboys are going to get destroyed by teams who are balanced or teams that have good offenses. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, Washington's freaky, man. They, they, they proved it last year. Uh, I think they got a coach and they got a defense that they, they have the pieces there. They just got to get the quarterback and they got to get a couple more pieces on the offense. But they're, they're damn close. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Zayvon Collins went up the board, and I was like, "Thank you." I'm not blind. Um, you know, if Khalil Mack can go top ten coming out of Buffalo, Zayvon Collins can go top fifteen coming out of Tulsa. Um, while you're getting set up to um, Spencer Brown, one of my favorite tackles out of the, the like the big top guys. Yeah. Um, big guy, super athletic. He's what I saw on tape. Now he's being mocked in the second round, mid second round. Um, I got ahead of guys like uh, uh, the or the North Dakota. Um, Dylan Raidens. Uh, yeah, uh, Dylan. He's getting mocked ahead of him now, and I bl- I think that's true. I think he should be. Um, they're both smaller school guys, and Brown's got the higher upside. Um, Dude, there's- so there's some things like that. But then you know, one player I can't put my hand on is I love you. You know, I like Asante Samuel Jr. and I believe you do too. Um, you know, I was seeing mocks late first round, and then second round. I saw I saw two mocks yesterday in the third. And how is that even? How is that possible? I I don't believe it is. I I just don't. Um, 
he's too good. I mean, what am I missing? Okay, I'm not look, I'm not Daniel I, I, Jeremiah. I think his name okay. alone will keep him out of the third. You know, there's no way he gets out of the second. No way. But he's just so he's so good. And size isn't gonna play unless people are that enamored with size because of today's game. But the thing is, you don't need your slot corner to be tall. So like a team like the Packers, you take Asante Samuel, he can be a third safety. He can play, he can start at slot corner, and he can also back up Kevin King at outside corner. Shit, he might beat him out, frankly. I mean, he probably will. So I don't I don't get it. My point is why why I get him maybe not going in the first. I get it. I think if you love him, take him in the late first. Cool. I'm cool with that. Um I like him more than Newsome. And it's not even close. Newsom yeah, is a player that I don't understand. If you have a franchise game-changing slot corner, which is needed in today's football, that could potentially start outside, that's late first to mid-second all day, in my opinion. Yeah, I I think we're going to learn a lot on draft night. I think guys like Joe Tryon, I'm curious to see where he goes because you'll see him in the first, you'll see him in the third. Um, You know... Everyone, everybody grades this Levi Uzunariki or whatever, who I, you know, I don't like. Everyone grades him as the top D tackle in the draft, but there's not a single mock draft I've seen where he's picked in the first round. And Barmore is. So I'm like, it's, I think everyone's trying to scramble and everyone has their best guess, but all these teams are going to have their own opinions. I mean, mm-hmm. watch Javante Williams get drafted before Najee Harris. I mean, stuff like that could happen this year. It usually has in the past, you know, I don't know if about first round draft picks, but I mean, you know, we're talking about backs going in the first, which they ha- haven't really lately, unless you're Barkley or McCaffrey. But you remember that, you know, years with like Geo and Le'Veon Bell and Joe Mixon all going in the second, like that. I, I know that wasn't, that didn't turn out how people thought it would. Um, it's it's going to be a really fun, a really fun uh, round three, round four, round five this year because I think we're going to be watching and be like, why in the world is this guy still here? Like, take him, take him, take him. I mean, every every year I kind of feel that way with certain guys, you know. And I'm not a true evaluator, but. It's it's just what makes a draft fun, man. You know, if we're sitting there in round four and for some reason, you know, Kelvin Joseph, the corner out of Kentucky is there. Or what if Tufele or some of these D tackles I told you I love? I mean, Osa, Agiza, Agiza Zuma. You'll see even tonight when we're doing the uh, mock draft on the Draft Network, like they have dropped him to where you're talking about a fourth, fifth round pick. And I watched him and he was like my, in my top five. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Molden's another one. Molden's being mocked a lot in the third. Um, Molden's another dude. I could see sneak into the first or fall, but he's also tiny. I mean, but you know, if, if that's your guy, I wouldn't be upset or surprised if he is picked over Asante Samuel. I mean, I would pro- probably go Samuel in my opinion, but I wouldn't be shocked. 
Well, you know, Molden, touch. Molden has he's built more to be a stud hybrid safety who's also a stud slot corner. If if you're a team who doesn't need an outside corner, but you really like a team like the Rams that values slot corner so much and values the three safeties. That's the defense that's actually going to Green Bay. And that's yeah. why I think Elijah Molden's in play because, you know, Asante Samuel. right now? Not really. We have Vernon Scott was a rookie out of TCU last year who I thought looked really good. But, you know, he's, he's more of a good depth guy, good special teams guy. Um, we had Raven Green who played really well two years ago but then got injured and really couldn't stay healthy this last year. And I don't think he's on the roster. We have Shandon Sullivan, who I like. Don't love, but I like. And he's our slot corner. Um, he can also play outside. I just I think the Packers want one more guy in the secondary because that third safety is gonna take is gonna get like 75% of snaps in this defense. And do we want that to be Vernon Scott? We don't have a linebacker who used to be a safety, and that's why Koromoa makes so much sense for the Packers, because essentially He's being drafted to be a safety. He's a roamer. He basically is just, he can hit like a linebacker. He can play like a linebacker, but he covers like a safety. So nobody is going to play him like he's going to be a hybrid player. So, and I haven't, that's the thing about the draft, right? All we know is what these draft analysts are saying and what they think, but could this be the year the Packers take a linebacker? I mean, it's a big need. Well, usually, usually the first round it aren't too many surprises other than trades. Barring trades, it's not really that surprising in my opinion. Most times, most years. But once you get past like what midway through the second, I feel like you get you throw mocks out the window, dude. It, it's you're picking your you're picking your people. You're picking your has, guys for your scheme. No, yeah. Yes. So. So yeah. you ready to you ready to uh, do this thing? Let's roll. So since we're do you have evens? Since, do I have odds? Or what what are we doing? Or I, I well, guess I should have evens because of Steelers. I right? think I think we should switch. Um, oh, I like that. Okay, let's because do that. I think and and feel free to. Who cares about what I like? Just if you have questions about the Packers and I have questions about the Steelers, I'll ask as I pick players. But let's do it that way. Um, All right. And we did. Um, uh, you picked all the teams here, so we can make any trade, right? Yeah. Now the thing is, since we have all the teams, we can do any trade. I wouldn't be opposed to just saying no trades, since we can accept or deny anything. Okay. Um, I don't think, and since we're potentially doing ninety-five players or whatever it is, maybe if right. we don't do trades, we can move through this thing. All right. Let's stick to no trades. All right. Let's all roll. Right. Can you can you see my screen? All right. With the first pick in the 2021 <laughs> Fantasy Brews and Geek News podcast mock draft, Corey, who are the Jacksonville Jaguars taking? Trevor Lawrence. I would bet my left nut on it. It's a safe bet. Yes. Yes. Okay. Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars. New York Jets. I'm not going to... It's all but it's all but written in stone that they're going to take Wilson. I think I could sit here and talk to you about some other prospects that I think should be options. Um, 
But you know what? You graded the quarterbacks. You liked Wilson. I saw his pro day, and teams are going to fall in love with that that off balance, off schedule stuff. I mean, he's he he he's, looks like Aaron Rodgers running as a right handed quarterback. He runs to the left, plants one foot, throws a post to the right side of the field, and leads the guy perfectly. There's only so many people on the planet who can do that, and Zach Wilson if, is one of them. Yeah, if if Wilson had two or three years of what he did last year under his belt, um, he potentially could be in conversation, or if not, be drafted before Trevor Trevor Lawrence. He had he was that good last year. Um, all right, so San Fran San traded Francisco. up to number three. I'm gonna do what I believe they are gonna do. Um, I've I've watched them the last few days. And they sent the house, and we're all over Trey Lance. Um, so I'm going to go Trey Lance. And, and if we're going by my quarterback ratings, he's he's my uh, clear three. These three quarterbacks, in my opinion, are leaps and bounds. While Lawrence is, I believe, your, your clear-cut number one. Zach Wilson, pr- probably two. Trey Lance, I feel his ceiling is as high as both of the, the two quarterbacks ahead of them. It's just he only has, again, one solid year of tape from 19. He didn't play last year, um, and he played at a small school. But if you watch him, watch his tape and you watch his pro day, I don't know how you don't see Russell Wilson, but even with a better arm. Very good. Yeah, Lance is just his tools – it's like, at the end of the day, we always talk about it, Corey. It's it's about what's between the ears, and we don't know that. But I do know that Trey Lance is known to have a ridiculous work ethic. Like, the guy breathes, eats, lives, sleeps football. Like, that's, 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 that's what, what he you does. Don't, you don't have to worry about that with him. You don't have to worry about with Trevor Lawrence. That guy grew up a football player. That's that's the only knock on Zach Wilson is he's he's pretty – He's borderline cocky, and does he does he love the love the game? We'll find out. I mean, he's got he's got a ridiculous arm. I can I can tell you that. So you know, they said the same things about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's they cocky. They said the same and... things about Johnny Manziel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Manziel, man, that was you could you could have predicted it. You just you tried to believe that all the good things you saw on tape. I mean, had that guy had his head in the game, I, I think it. he could have been a great quarterback, but he was just not. I don't. Anybody I don't. who is already a multimillionaire and doesn't need the money is going to fall out of love with having to work like that. I mean, that's just I don't think he had it to begin with. If you go back and look, I I watched that's right when I started really watching tape and I said all the guy does is just chuck balls up to Mike Evans. That was it. That was like the game plan. So, but uh, so, all right, Atlanta all right. number four. I think there's there's three players here probably. Um. So I'm gonna go. This is our mock draft, and mm-hmm. I'm evens. So I'm gonna I'm gonna justify what I'm about to pick here. Matt Ryan is a large cap hit the next two years. Arthur Smith. He doesn't have the kind of leash Matt Rule does. He's coming in as a coach. They want to give him a few years to hit his draft picks. I don't think it's a quarterback. I'm just going going to go under the assumption that 
with Kelvin Ridley, Julio Jones. I mean, they need a running back, but the offensive line is young. Not great, but they did draft two guys. What was it last year or the year before? But the defense is depleted. They desperately need somebody on the other side of A.J. Terrell. Um, they have nobody. And they just lost Keanu Neal, who's a safety. I think this is going to be the first surprise of the top five, and I think Patrick Sertan goes number four to the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. They have so many needs. I just think it's very easy to fall in love with some offensive weapons, but their weakness is defense. And I I think this is actually is a smart pick. So Patrick Sertan of the Atlanta Falcons. Corey, you are on the clock with the Cincinnati Bengals. This is tough. This is tough. Um there's three players that you could go very easily here. Uh Penny Sowell. You can go Jamar Chase. Um, or you can go Kyle Pitts. In my opinion, I think Burrow has enough weapons. He could always use another one. Could, but Sowell is a generational tackle. Um, Dude was like got, 17 as a freshman at Oregon, he, and you watch his freshman tape, and he was just throwing dudes around. He didn't even play dudes. last He didn't even play all last year, and he's still the number one clear-cut tackle. So uh, bang, Bengals go Sowell. Um I just think it makes sense. You got your quarterback, get your left tackle, done deal. You know, you have enough pieces for now. Could you could you use Pitts? Absolutely. Every team could use Pitts. Could you use Chase? Absolutely. Every team could use Chase, but th- those Sowells don't grow uh or you know, Sowells don't grow on trees. So So I'm wondering what if hypothetically, let's say the Bengals know that they're happy with Sewell, Pitts, or Chase. And they're sitting at number 5 and all of a sudden the Detroit Lions call them and say, "Hey, we want to ensure that we get Justin Fields. I think that'd be a good trade. If you're truly good with those three players, it ensures you're going to get one of them, and you could probably get, I mean, even though you're only moving up two spots, you're still going to get some quality draft capital. That's possible. Don't throw out the Denver Broncos making a phone call. Well, it's just, are the Bengals willing to go back that far would be my only question. Probably not. I think they want one of those three guys. Unless they also have – maybe they love Waddle and Slater. Well, if they love Pitts, they're not they're, – I don't think they make the trade because I, I think Miami is going to go Pitts. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. It's definitely a good question. If, if Pitts is their guy, I think they just take him here. Um, but I think Penny, Sewell. Penny Sewell to the so, Cincinnati so, Bengals. They do this uh, Emmett Smith mock draft on uh, Walter Football, and it, it's it's fake. You know they're they're pretending, you know Emmett Smith is making the picks, and I guess he's a goofball and like make, messes up people's names all the time. So it's like uh, pe- uh, pe- uh, <laughs> penis well. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, you have to check it out. Nice. All right, Dolphins. All right, so, you know, they have what? Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, and they brought in Will Fuller. They have Mike Gusecki. Um Pitts is the guy you can't pass on. I do think they have enough receivers on the roster. I mean, it's hard to pass on Chase, but I, I really think this is where Kyle Pitts goes. He's 
he's going to be a stud from day one. Gasecki is really good. You know, he, he really is. Having Gasecki and Pitts on the field at the same time, you know, considering Devontae Parker and Will Fuller can't stay healthy, I can understand why they might want to go chase, but you can you can send Kyle Pitts out wide. I mean, that guy's a receiver. So I they can't pass on him. I think the Dolphins go Pitts. Yeah, that's a good pick. You figure it out, you know. <laughs> yeah, you find a way. He's too good. He's sh- I, I, while Jamar Chase is excellent. I don't. I've never seen a tight end like Pitts. You you figure it out. You can have him on the field every play with Gasecki if you wanted to. You know. I think if I had to put money on one player definitely being good, I'm talking one player being an All Pro. I'm not going to talk Hall of Fame. I'm just going to say being an all-pro player, I would put Pitts ahead of Lawrence only because the quarterback position asks you to do so much more, and I truly believe there's no guarantees. As good as Lawrence is, he'd be number two. But I think Kyle Pitts is the best player in this draft, and I expect him to be a monster. And for yeah, yeah. Yeah. giving yeah. Tua I- a weapon like that, I mean, if Tua doesn't succeed with that many weapons on offense – and they're probably going to take a stud running back later too, then then you know two is not the guy, and then you you figure that out. But your team is locked and loaded around him. I agree with that. I think there's a clear-cut top three. And in no order, you can make an argument for Pitts, Trevor Lawrence, and and Sowell. Yeah, I agree. There's there's, there's three, and then then there's a drop-off. But all right, Detroit, huh? Um could go Horn, could go Derrishaw if they really feel like they need a tackle. But I, I think they go Chase. You know, they just lost. Um, uh, they lost both their guys. They lost Galladay yeah. and they Galladay. lost uh, their number two receiver. Lou, uh, why, why am I? The hell is it? You know who I'm talking about. Yep. But anyways, um, yeah, they have nobody at receiver. Yeah, Golden Tate. Um no, because he already went to uh, Giants last year. So, yeah, even if Chase is off the board, I still think they reach for the next receiver at this point. I just don't I don't know if there's any other option. I mean, like I said, I you could probably toss Horn in, I guess. But I really think if Chase is off the board, they go they go Waddle or, or Smith here. Um, yeah, and they brought I, in. I just think, I just think they're they, going receiver. They took uh, Jeff Akuda last year, who underperformed big time, but could easily take a second-year jump with his skill set, except when he tries guarding Devontae Adams. That was an absolute comedy watching yeah. that. Um, but, that. Then again, <laughs> but then again, nobody can guard Devontae Adams. No. Um, but then they, uh, they brought in a journeyman. It wasn't Janoris Jenkins, but I think it was a guy from the Falcons, uh, can't remember which which guy it was, but yeah, I think they. So you say Chase? Yeah. All right, Carolina Panthers. They got Darnold. You still got Fields and Mac Jones on the board, but I think they believed enough in Darnold to give up that kind of draft, uh, that kind of draft capital for him. Um, they need help on their offensive line. I don't think they're picky. Uh, Rayshon Slater, in my opinion, is the the next best offensive lineman in this draft. Probably is going to be a guard, but does have tackle guard versatility. 
Um, played tackle at Northwestern. Actually, I think he played every single position on the offensive line at Northwestern. Um, he but, did. He reminds me of Tristan Worfs last year from yeah, that Tampa he, drafted. He's going to be a really good player, um, and, and I think that's a pick here. Yeah, I think you can probably lock that one in. You know, I mean, again, you can argue wide receiver too, but you know, if Carolina is really, really serious, but if they're really serious about giving Darnold a real shot, go go get go get somebody to protect him. You know, yeah, I mean, they got Coolio and they got DJ Moore. I'm sorry, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. So this is (laughs) yeah, this is. this is where I'm not real sure. So um, can I tell you something? The other day I saw a mock draft, and it's the the guy who covers the Broncos. He took Owusu Koromoa for the Broncos at number nine because he said they desperately need a linebacker who can cover. I'm not saying that's the pick. I just That really shocked me. I have seen Micah Parsons a million times, but they just brought in a shit ton of corners in free agency. Um but look who's sitting at the top. I'm, I'm going to let you pick. It's your pick. But if the Broncos right. are really looking at him right there, is there any way they well, pass on him? No, I, I really think you you're, you made a good point. I think it's one of three players. It's Justin Fields, Mac Jones, or um, JOK, I call him, um, from uh, Notre Dame. Um, you can argue, argue Zavin, too, but I think I – think JOKs that that would be the pick there for them for what they need because the league's changing, um, and that's to have a linebacker cover cover especially cover a uh, tight end is is that puts your defense over the top. It's almost a necessity at this point, but I I I just don't know the innards of of Denver to be honest with you. You know, are they even interested in Justin Fields? Um, are they interested in tailoring some of the offense towards his skill set? Do they take Mac Jones, which is like a split in, you know, a, 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 in my opinion, just a hair better than Drew Locke? Like, what's the, in my opinion, what's the point? Um, mm. I, I mean, I know what I would pick. I just think Denver has a really good football team. They have a really good nucleus on defense. Um, you know, who Justin knows what's Fields. Going? Locke's you know. not the guy. Justin Fields. I just think Justin Fields, even if he's not great, he's not going to be any worse than Drew Locke. You know no, what I mean? And, so at well, least let what, two the, young guys compete. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Denver found out last year they were expecting bigger things. from. I think they figured out, yeah, that's he's not going to get any any much better. So. So, Dallas Cowboys. I think um, everybody, everybody t- apparently in, in real life, Jerry Jones, which makes sense, he is head over heels for Kyle Pitts. You know how he falls in love with certain players. So, I'm sure he's been making phone calls, but I can also see Jace Horn in, in that uniform. Yeah. But, they need <clears throat> They need a lot. I mean – I, it's hard to pick for the Cowboys. I'm going to pick like how I would pick because they're so unpredictable <laughs> and they, they also think they're smarter than everyone else. Um, well, they're, they, 
they're they're one of a few teams that every draft they throw a curveball. I feel like it's them. I feel the Giants do too. Um, and Minnesota can kind of get a little off the tracks too. But yeah, I it's either a corner, an offensive lineman, or a defensive lineman. They also need an edge rusher. Uh, I think. I think you think sleep, you think I think Quiddy Payne could, could be, be. I think Quiddy Pay could be an option. I also think Jalen Phillips could be an option. Um, ever since they got rid of, they sent that um, older guy who was on the Rams forever, and they sent to the Bears. Um, they just don't really have anyone outside of of their big money edge rusher, um, and apparently, I'm developing dementia already because i'm just forgetting everybody's name always. i was getting ready to i was getting ready to say demarcus lawrence it's it's oh there you go a, dec- a decade ago no that was it that's what i was talking about okay so anyways let's move through this thing i think you're looking at jc horn or elijah vera tucker right here um i don't think it's too early for vera tucker i think he's that good i think you could argue he's as good as rayshon slater um but jc horn is too good uh, and they need a corner, so I'm going J.C. Horn to the Cowboys. Yep. Ooh, Let me yeah. know if you need me to scroll down. They don't show us a lot here. They desperately need edge, but I just don't. You know, as I mentioned in the previous pick, Giants do some weird. They reach. They do some weird stuff, and I wouldn't be surprised if they made the reach. But if it was me. I think they go Jalen Waddle. I mean, you can make an argument f- for Smith. I like, I personally like Smith better. I just, you know, we talked about this before. Waddle might be, you know, I can understand, and there's a different argument for Waddle ahead of him, but um, Smith just there's something in him that's Randy Moss like that you don't teach. But anyway, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say they go Waddle. Yep, I could see it. They whiffed on what's-his-face last year. Uh, Anthony Thomas, was that his name? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I could, I could, I could see someone like a Vera Tucker here for them. I could see Jalen Phillips if they think, you know, he's the best edge rusher in the class, but frankly, I don't think that's saying much. I didn't like Jalen Phillips when I watched his tape. Me saying that is only based off of what, uh, yeah. what everyone else is saying. But you can make an argument for for Mika Parsons too, but I think I think they go Waddle. I think I'm not. I don't have too much faith in the Giants um, draft or you know draft team. You know I think they 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 value that kind of those kind of things over offensive line and so defensive line. So the Eagles at twelve. Um, the Eagles need a lot. They are, they're really weak at corner. They have no one, um, (laughs) Jesus, opposite the guy they got from Detroit. Um, Obviously, Devontae Smith makes more sense for them than Jalen Waddell does um, because you have Jalen Rager there, and I think Waddell and Rager kind of do the same thing. I do think Mark Micah Parsons is in play because they really need some youth at linebacker. But 
I mean, let's not think too hard. They're going to take Devontae Smith if he's there. I don't think you can pass on him. No, I, I, in my opinion, I, I think that's another reason why they agreed to trade back because I think that's, I think that's their guy from from day one. I wouldn't be surprised if some teams put him at number one on their board as as receiver. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. Um, you could see him be the first receiver taken, and it would not it, shock me. Especially, who's our quarterback now? Who played together? You know, for a period of time. Well, um, I mean, yeah. So you have Jalen Hurts who played with Devontae Smith, but then you also have Tua in Miami who played with with Smith and Waddle as well. Yeah. Uh, but then that's why the Bengals, you see Chase, because Joe Burrow's like, give me my guy, because they played together and tore it up together. Could be. He could be pounding the table. But he also could be pounding the table for Sewell. I, I don't know. That, that'd be tough, man. I, I would want that. That monster Samoan blocking for I'm me. I'm pretty too. sure he's not going to be upset with Sewell. <laughs> no, he he won't have to look to his left ever again. Nope. Um. All right. So Chargers, they're they're yeah, they're a little different. Um, I think this is where Darashaw or Vera Tucker come into play. Um, who is you know who is their left tackle? right now um let me see they have become decently stout on the offensive line they got Balaga as a right tackle who can't stay healthy so no matter who you take you figure he can step in at right tackle when Balaga gets hurt yeah but I think they have a pretty decent left tackle I'm trying to think of who it is I still think they go offensive line, but I have this really weird feeling. Here you go. Um, Trey Pipkins, oh. Matt Feeler. Okay, so I listened uh, to a Ude mock where the Chargers Brian Belaga guy was talking, and he took Is an Trey offensive Pipkins line. Is Trey Pipkins any good? Um, but he said him. that their starting left tackle right now is going to be Trey Pipkins, um, who... Has some upside, but he's not. I've great. seen them link with Vera Tucker, probably thirty-three, thirty-four, and I think he right gives side. them a little bit more flexibility. So I think their interior's okay. Than I Derrishaw. think it's tackles where they need to improve. Tackle. Yeah. Ah, man. All right, Darishaw, because he's he is a he is, in my opinion, the clear number two tackle, just pure tackle. Um. So yeah. Do the Vikings get weird and take Mac Jones? <laughs> I hope so, because that means there's more good for falling into the 20s. Um, okay, Vikings Vikings desperately need a edge rusher um, opposite Daniil Hunter. Um, they can always use offensive line help. Um they took Ezra Cleveland last year. I think he bumped into guard, uh, but he actually was a pretty decent player. You can argue offensive tackle, but I really think this is where Jalen Phillips goes. I think they need more edge rush, especially um, since all they have left is Daniil Hunter. So I'm going Jalen Phillips to the Vikings at 14. I could see that. Yeah, uh, this is one of three players 
Trade alert. Trade alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mac Jones, Mika Parsons, or I have this really weird feeling because I saw Zaven Collins mocked to them yesterday, and I was like, whoa. He has Patriots pick. written all over yes. him. Yes. They usually suck at drafting, though. Uh, but doesn't he have New England written all over him? He's a better I, Kyle Van. He's a better Kyle Van Oy is, is actually what he is. Um, well, yeah, and they also, what's his face opted out? Their middle linebacker, but they get him back. It was a hot high tower. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, they're either they, they either take Mac Jones here or they're going to take uh, Zaven Collins. And part of me thinks they take Javen uh, Zaven Collins. I don't know how you pass up on that kind of talent when you need it. Um, and Mac he's Jones versatile. isn't going. Yeah, Mac Jones isn't going to give you a tremendous upgrade, in my opinion. And you can get somebody similar, um, m- you know, maybe later in the draft, maybe with a trade, maybe Jordan Love. <laughs> um, so yeah, Zayvon Collins. He's uh, he's one of my favorite players in the draft, if not my favorite. I usually have a favorite, and I, he's he's my favorite. So it's always scary when a guy has two back surgeries, but I think it's worth the risk. They need a corner. Um, the Arizona Cardinals go Caleb Farley here. I could even see them taking Newsom if, for some reason, they really like Newsom and they don't like the the medical red flags with with Caleb Farley. Um, Man, the Cardinals could add. I mean, there's not outside of Mac Jones. They, you could argue that Barmore would be a good pick if Jalen Phillips was still here. That he'd be a good pick. Um, but yeah, I think Caleb Farley's the pick here. He never should have made it to 16. Cardinals are are thrilled that he that he did. Yeah. Do you think you know? I think you're you're probably right. That's who I'd pick there too. Do you think Vera Tucker might be in play too? I think he's definitely in play. I mean, they have they they have some weaknesses, but they did spend a bunch of money on offensive line last off season. Um, you know, Kyler Murray was running around a good bit, but that's just what he does. I didn't think the offensive line really played that bad. I just think secondary is a bigger need for the yeah. Cardinals. I mean, all they have really that's really good right now is Buda Baker. I think yeah. you throw someone versatile like Farley, um, lock down the one corner spot because you got Malcolm Butler on the other side, um, and nobody's excited about that. So I think you have to take a corner. All right. Raiders. Raiders. Oh, boy. Um, Tevin Jenkins. Is that your pick, or are you just saying yeah. his name? Devin Jenkins. Now, is Vera Tucker still on the board? We haven't taken him right, right? Yeah, he's, he's still yeah, there. He's there. Because they did, they did lose two guards and a center. <laughs> um, they, for some reason, just decided to get rid of this offseason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're pretty rough on the line all around. Um, we'll see... Uh, Las Vegas Raiders roster. Um, the only good offensive lineman they have right now is Colton Miller, their left tackle. He ended up being a good player. 
Yeah, see, Tevin, I believe, is projecting to be just a stud right tackle. Yeah, yeah, Colton Miller, Brandon Parkle, Donald Penn's trash. Um, I think he just retired. Did he? Yeah, I think he did too. Your other tackle's 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a good pick. You know, I'm I mean I'm just expecting the Raiders to go like one of these guys who should be good, but you never know. Like them taking Christian Barmore would make so much sense because there's so much risk. I could just see him if he goes to the Raiders, he'll be terrible. So I mean, if you're Christian Barmore, you're like you know I what? do not I do not want to go to Vegas. Vera Tucker. I I I can picture it. Yeah, Vera Tucker. That's a great pick, I think. Yeah. Because he can play a right tackle. Don't get he it could. twisted. He could. He could. He just has yeah. short arms, but he he yeah. played tackle very well. All right, Miami Dolphins, fresh off Kyle Pitts. I think offensive line, linebacker, wide receiver. Um, there's not an edge rusher worth taking at 18, in my opinion. Um, you could do running back. I don't think they will. Um, I'm going to go kind of outside the norm. I think they're like, we can get a guy like Micah Parsons at 18. He shouldn't be there. He's freakishly athletic. He can be the anchor in the middle of our defense. Um, we took a guy on offense at in Kyle Pitts, and then you get Micah Parsons at 18. Yes, please. That's one hell of a first round. Um, you could argue offensive line, but they did. They have hit on a couple guys, and I think they're probably okay waiting because there are some guys in round two and round three that can fill that need. Um, so I am going to go Micah Parsons to the Dolphins at 18. Yeah, I'm looking up their their oh. linebackers and uh yeah, they could they could definitely use a linebacker upgrade. All right. Ooh. Washington. 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 You know, if 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 Miami didn't pick Minka with the last pick, um it's probably who they go. Yeah, I don't know um, who they have. I mean, defensive line's crazy good. I don't really know who they have. They brought in Thomas Davis last year to be their middle linebacker. I'm pretty sure he's not there. So, yeah, I think linebacker is legitimately a need of theirs. I think this is going to be between Tevin Jenkins and uh, JOK from Notre Dame. Um, you don't think they look at Mac Jones? They did just sign Taylor Heineke to a two-year deal and brought in Fitzpatrick, and they still have Kyle Allen from the Panthers, too. So it's not like their quarterback room, although it's lacking some really good talent. I mean, I mean I'll mean, i let you make the pick, but I, I think you're right not going that direction. Yeah, I think they're going to go Tevin Jenkins. Because, I mean, their linebacker room isn't terrible. I mean, they got Reuben Foster, um, John Bostic. I mean, definitely could be better. Um, 
They have uh, Kendricks, Michael Kendricks. So, didn't he you know, kill they, somebody or something? I he's still in the league. <laughs> he he did something, or it was fraud, or he beat up somebody. I I can't remember what he did, but it was like scary. It's like something that carried serious jail time, and somehow he's still in the NFL. So, whatever. Isn't that interesting how that happens? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they very well could get a linebacker there. I just. Uh, I don't know how I don't know how they pass up on on Jenkins. I think that'll really help that that side of the ball. I don't know if you watched his tape, but he's he's oh, as physical as it gets. He's uh, a mauler as, as a right tackle. So yeah, he imme- immediately mauler. upgrades your running game immediately. Oh yeah. Uh, well, Corey, this one here, number twenty, Chicago Bears. <laughs> Man, they are sprinting, sprinting this yeah. card. To Roger Goodell. Mac Jones out of the University of Alabama will go to the Chicago Bears because, I mean, if not, Nagy's already packed up his apartment. Like, I mean, this year's going to be a waste of their time with Andy Dalton. You at least need someone in the pipeline. Can't you see, can't you see them drafting him? I can tell totally you. Yeah, he also is someone that in the right system could succeed. And just judging by the Chicago's history and this type of quarterback – Unless they load him up with weapons, I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to catch lightning in a bottle for him to be really good. I mean, could he be better than Andy Dalton is a serious, it's a legitimate question. I don't know the answer, but you have to take him. They're pretty much the same player. Yeah, they're pretty much the same player. No, they take, if Mac Jones falls to 20, they take Mac Jones. All right, Indy, 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 Indy. Um, scroll down. They got, they got a hole at tackle um, and a hole at corner from what I've seen. Yeah, I think they're going to go. I think they're in a position where they're going to probably have to reach a hair here and probably go Alex Leatherwood. Um, very big. Big physical. I mean, they could go Cosme. They could go Eichenberg. They could go. It's really pick your poison at, at tackle, but I think they would probably go. Um, probably would go Leatherwood at this point. Yeah, He's a pretty physical tackle. Six five three fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you. I don't know if you've seen him. He's very physical. Um, so. Yeah, I, I think he's a guy who there's really no reason for him to drop. Um, but he's behind these other guys, I think, because they're just they're freakishly good. But I do think Leatherwood's being overlooked. They're like, oh, another Alabama he, tackle. Of course he's he, in the first round. But he, dude, is a player. Yeah. And he may end up being I mean, a guard, but he can start a tackle for them. Yep. I mean, starting left tackle for – you know, the best team in the country. And I, I'd like to know how many times Mac Jones got sacked. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like one all year. So, um, what did I this, tell you? What did I tell you after the Titans got blown out by the Packers? We and we were talking, well, no, we were talking about the Titans in the playoffs and you know, we were all making our predictions yep. and I'm like, the Titans have nobody, nobody who can rush the passer. Now, they brought in Bud Dupree, but I think they're going to double up. 
I think they're just that is our biggest area of need. They also need a corner. So as much as you lose uh what's his face? Corey Davis that went to the Jets. I think receivers in play, but I think it's less of a need than corner and edge rusher. So as I look at that list, at this list, I think I see Quiddy Pay, I see Aziz Ojolari. Ojolari is more of a speed guy, one of the only bendy speed edge rushers in this draft. Everyone else is just big um, with uh, hand-in-the-dirt versatility. Um, but at the same time, I don't see... They cut Adoree Jackson. They got rid of Malcolm Butler. I'm not sure who they have at cornerback. I think this is where you see Greg Newsom go. Okay. I think that's. I think since they brought in Bud Dupree, they're like, okay, at least we have him and Landry. Um, their middle linebackers are Rashawn Ev- Rashad Evans and Jayon Brown. I mean, although they underperformed last year, they're freaking loaded at inside linebacker. I mean, that talent's awesome. Now you have Bud Dupree, you had Greg Newsome. You're starting to get somewhere. But they're going to need a safety as well. <clears throat> Morig's probably a sleeper for that pick just because they got rid of Could Kenny be. Vaccaro. Yep. But, uh, anyways. I, I do think uh, if he didn't have Farley going to Arizona, I think that's the pick for Tennessee in, in the draft. Mm-hmm. Right there at 22. All right. So Jets, Jets, Jets. Um you know, they need a lot. Yeah, they do. Um, I don't think they reach for a receiver here. Um, they have. I mean, you can you can argue at edge Bateman. <laughs> they have no. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm thinking is they're probably gonna have to go. I mean, their edge rush class right now is what Vinnie Curry, Bryce Huff, Carl Lawson. Yeah, they have to go edge. Um, well, did they just sign Carl Lawson? He came from somewhere, right? They just signed him, I think. I or so. Maybe he signed somewhere. I don't know. But yeah, I, I see. I see this mocked as an edge rusher, ninety nine percent of the time for the Jets. Quitty, quitty pay. Good pick. And you know uh, Robert Sala, he loves physicality. Quitty mm-hmm. pay is versatile. Ojolari is more of a true edge. Um, Quiddy pays more of a defensive end. Um, but anyways, it's your pick, not mine. I just, I, you know how much I love Quiddy pay. I think I had him, right. I, I had him rated as my number one but defensive lineman. If, I, I graded him as a defensive at, lineman though. But if you look at San Fran's defense before, I think that's the kind of guy, the kind of guy he likes, you know what I mean? I don't know oh. if you, he, he doesn't really like. I mean, at least the system that he ran there, it wasn't really that that stand-up, bendy kind of outside linebacker. Um, you had guys I, with strength. Yeah, I think Quiddy. I, I think, yeah, I think Quiddy Pay is would fall right in line with that. So yeah, Quiddy Pay. I mean, you can honestly make an argument there for freaking Najee Harris too. I mean, they drafted Tevin Coleman, but whoop de do. Um, you know, um, I think he gets his quarterback. He gets his he gets his uh, um, stud defender, and I think I think he's going to be happy with that. I don't know if I don't know if he would go quarterback, running back. He's a defensive minded coach. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, 
So. Not Najee Harris. Corey. This is my I already, pick. I already this know what they your pick. Oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, this is there's my a, pick. There's a player on the board I would love to see them draft, but uh I I already know who they're gonna draft. So go go to town. So I think this pick comes between two players. Um and I'm not basing this off of what you've told me, Corey. I'm gonna base it off of um the guy from Peacock and Williamson. He's a, a Steelers fan. I think he does a Steelers podcast. And he is like begging, and he's just begging uh, for the Steelers to take Landon Dickerson here. Uh, he says you guys don't have a center. Um, now, with that said, it's Najee Harris, it's Landon Dickerson. I think you're going to pinpoint a true area of need. I don't think there's a corner, although you still got Asante Samuel and Eric Stokes is a really good good corner that I think is going to get drafted higher. Um, you know, it's like, what need do you fill? Uh, if you love Najee Harris, he's the pick, but if you love Javante Williams, maybe you love some guys you can get in round two or three. Um, but there's also other centers. So I'm going to take Najee Harris because he looks like he should, needs to be in the black and gold. He... He is physical. He's big. He can run. He can catch. He fit. He just, he's that Lev Bell mold, but he's much bigger. Um, I think it's too big a need right now, and I think he's that good. So I'm going to give Najee Harris the edge, but just barely, because I do believe that Landon Dickerson is a uh, perennial all-pro at center, assuming he yeah. can stay healthy. But I think well, his health is the only, one, only reason that's... it's pushing it to Najee Harris. I totally agree with you, and whoever told you that knows their shit because it came out yesterday. We'll, we'll talk about this pick real quick. Came out yesterday, and I'm not surprised that they they kind of telegraph their their interest. You know, we talk about this, and apparently they're narrowed they're they're narrowed down to three picks there, and it's in no order. But I think I can, I think I can probably put it in order. Um, it's Tevin Jenkins, Najee Harris, and Landon Dickerson. Um, I, th I think it probably is that order. I think Tevin Jenkins falls to them. I don't think they can pass up on that kind of, he would change the running game as much as Najee Harris, Najee Harris would, in my opinion. Um, so if a guy like that falls there, then I think they take him. Um, but I, I think they're, I think they can already cash in on Najee Harris if he's there, if he's even there, but I'm telling you, you are absolutely correct is if those two players are gone. They will absolutely, while it seems like a reach to some people, they will absolutely take Landon Dickerson because that he could possibly be one of the best two centers to come out in the past 20 years if he was 100, if he had no health issues. But both those knees, bro, like, I mean, he's got to wear freaking some shit on him. He's six foot six. I mean, when's the Dude, last time he's, he's six foot seven? He's healthy, do that kind of shit. If, so, straight up. If he's healthy, let's say he never has another knee injury again. Good lord. He walks in he walks into the he walks into the NFL as a top three center. Pouncey Day who? one. Pouncy who I mean yeah. that is how good Landon Dickerson is. Anybody out people, there watching, yeah. Put on Alabama tape and tell me how big those holes are. In the middle like, of the, the, the fucking It's like line. watching it's like watching different position, obviously, but it's like watching the blind side when he makes that, that <laughs> high school tape. 
And he runs that dude all the way down the field and over the bleachers after he was talking trash <laughs> when he when it like finally clicks. I mean, Landon Dickerson is just a man amongst boys that size, and for him to move like he does uh, and just throw people out of the way. He's also more of a power center. So if you're a team like the Niners, yeah. a team like the Packers, Landon Dickerson's not really a great fit. But if you're a power team, Landon Dickerson Tennessee, is, a, Pittsburgh. is a stud. Yes. Yeah. I, I won't talk about it too much more, but um, if he was 100% healthy, I don't think he even gets to 24, in my, in my opinion. Well, he even he is 100% healthy now, but if he didn't have his injury history, I don't think he even gets to 24. I agree. Um, and uh, If he does, it's only because teams don't need interior offensive linemen. I mean, all right. the guys that, we've, that have been drafted so far are guys that can play guard but are tackles, right? Right. So. And uh, last thing I'll say is is with the Steelers, uh, they always fill holes before the draft so they don't go on in the draft with a blaring need because that's usually a recipe for disaster um, with a lot of football teams, you know, drafting for need. They've never really done it before. They've always plugged in players. They've done it with middle linebacker. They've done it with offensive line, yada, yada, yada. But if you look at three positions, and that, that's why I think I've kind of narrowed it down, um, what they're going to do in the first two rounds, like 100%, unless some monster player falls, like like a Tevin Jenkins, I think they really value him, is they, they have a hole at running back. They have a hole at center. And they have a hole at tight end. While it's not as big as a need as the first two, they have nobody behind they still have Ebron? Ebron that can block. Yes, they do, but they have nobody that can block whatsoever behind him. So I think... Tight end is a pretty big need in the first three rounds. Um, but, yeah, so good good pick, my friend. So this is me. All right. Uh, Jacksonville, second pick. Man, I don't even – they pretty much need everything, right? Yeah, I mean, I – I'm going to go mooring. I, I think – I think that's who they'll take. I think Fryermuth is a sleeper. Um, they could choose a corner if they felt one was good enough to play opposite uh, uh, the kid out of Florida. They took number nine last year. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Um, I think they they did bring in someone, but he was someone who's a little older. But uh, yeah, I mean Morig Morig's a great player and and fits what they need. So I I agree with that pick. They still have they, a lot of holes. They easily could go Bateman here. They easily could go more. They easily could go, um, an, uh, you know, a, a, a tackle. You know, uh, Cosme, Eichenberg, uh, Mayfield, um, JOK is still on the board. You know, and th- that's that's a talk about next pick. But go ahead. So, it's funny because truly the three people I had in mind for this pick are the top three guys on the board right now. Um, they don't have anyone opposite Miles Garrett. I think they really are going to think long and hard about Ojolari, getting it to where they have guys coming from both sides. Um, they they need help at linebacker. I'm not sure Koromoa is the type of linebacker they're necessarily looking for. Um, and Barmore is just another stud on their defensive line. I think they uh, Sheldon Richardson just got cut. Uh, I don't know who else they have on that defensive line, but 
I think Barmore makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm going to go Ojolari. I think they need someone opposite Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett isn't getting old by any means. He's still, he's, I mean, he's in his prime right now. But throw in someone young who can learn from him and affect the, affect the other side of the field, uh, I think makes a lot of sense. So That's going to be a tough Tough pick for them, man, because like exactly Dude, what you, you could, said. Those those three Barmore players. Barmore could be a freaking stud pick for them. You know, I I just I don't. I just hope they I, fuck it up. I, I like I, I, hope, I like Barmore. Yeah. I just think he's rated way too high just because of his inconsistencies. You know, he just does not. It's I don't know if it's work ethic or if he's out of shape or what the deal is, but when he chooses to play, he is an absolute animal. He is Quinn and Williams esque. When he decides to play, the issue is he only does that 15% of the time. So as long as he yeah. can have coaches and, and he has the right mind to where he can commit to the game of football, give it his all on every play, um, you know, th- but I think the odds are that Barmore's a bust. I would put money on Barmore not being a great you're, NFL player. You're probably right. You're probably right. But, you know, that's that's where those guys Whoever have the hands, you know, and, and Cleveland's been drafting well, but that's where those guys have to be like, I coaches do your job because this kid could be phenomenal, you know. Um, but big risk, you're right. Um, okay, so Baltimore, 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 they've drafted a, a few receivers. Lately, Hollywood Brown, but he's not really the guy. Maybe, maybe it's what they expected, but he's definitely not a stud. Um, Miles Boykin, I, I did like him coming out of the draft, but you know he's not a he's not a number one there. Um, am I missing anybody at uh, at receiver for the Ravens? Yeah, no, they got. Hollywood Brown and Miles Boykin, Boykin, and they got um, Willie Sneed. Yeah, Willie Sneed's there. Um, they need a receiver. They just lost Judon, so I mean they need an edge rusher. Um, I've seen Tryon mock to them a few times, but scroll down a little bit. They also have their right tackle, Orlando. Whatever his name is, Orlando Brown, that um, Jason Oa, he's a guy. He's like the most freakish athlete in the entire draft. Didn't have a sack in college, or his final year. Not a single sack, but numbers off the charts. Yeah, I. Uh, can you see them taking Bateman? I could see I could see it. Um, the thing about the Ravens is even if they you could have Randy Moss and Chris yeah, Carter out there won't really change and their offense. You're still not gonna prioritize it. They're gonna go through Mark Andrews. Um, you know, getting a receiver's important. I just don't see how Baltimore makes it a priority with a couple holes they have in the trenches and needing an edge rusher. That's what I believe. Yeah, yeah. Give him, uh, give him, go, uh, Joe Tryon. Saints, they need a corner, 
They need everything. There's no this this pick will be defense. Um Is there a corner worth taking? I do believe Stokes um and I mean in, I think that's in a my little bit in, of a reach for Stokes though. I don't know. Well, you got I think you're going to be reaching for a corner. If you're the Saints, you've got a bunch of holes. You're not going to – you know that linebacker's a need and safety is a need. I think you take a hybrid, and I think Koromoa makes perfect sense for the Saints. Yeah, I give can us, see him being one us, of their studs on that side of the ball for yeah. a while. Yeah. Oh, boy, here we go. Rashad Bateman, don't even have to think about it. Get your, get your guy. Get your guy. All right, Packers take Rashad it. Bateman. Yeah, I'm not upset about it. I think, you know, I, I think that if they really sit at 29 and Bateman's there, I do think that's a pick. Um, you know, someone tried to sell me on Elijah Moore, and I watched his tape, and the issue with Elijah Moore is it's not his fault, but we just don't know. Elijah Moore is a guy who goes in motion, pretends to be a running back. All he does is runs five-yard hitches or running back screens. You're right. And he'll go deep every once in a while. I mean, the skill set's ridiculous. He could be a better... If he can take on running routes like a pro, he could be a better Deontay Johnson. And Ole Miss has been pumping him out, man. The thing yeah. is, I think with the new, they brought in what's-his-face from Washington State. They ran that weird-ass – or was he Mississippi State? He might have went to Mississippi State. But nonetheless, uh, this offense are running at Ole Miss didn't do Elijah Moore any favors. I think he's way more talented than what what they made him out to be. But anyways, Rashad Bateman's a good pick. I, I think it's corner receiver, potentially offensive line if someone like Tevin Jenkins is there. Uh you know, Jameen Davis is a riser. You could see us go linebacker if Awusu Koromoa is there. I also think that's a great pick for what the Packers need. But you know I love Bateman. I love that. So the Yeah, Bills. I was going to ask you about uh, uh, Jameen Davis. Um, I, am unfortunately, am not very familiar with him. Um, how does he compare to... Collins and JOK and Mika Parsons is he the clear number four or could you argue a couple guys after him you know like uh I like think Barnes J- and Britt and and Bolton and Jameen Davis is just he's he's all tools he's all athlete he's all speed but he is a shot out of a cannon you know who he reminds me of is Devin White um there's a good chance that Jameen Davis ends up better than Micah Parsons. I think there's a little bit of risk because he still is going to have to grow into it. I don't think he's going to be a rookie stud, but he's a guy by year two or year three could be a 130 tackle guy, and you know he could have the ascension of like that linebacker for the Colts. Um, they're completely different players. I mean, Jameen Davis is. Let's look at his measurables. I think he's. He is six. Jesus, he's six four, two twenty five. Um, he ran. Let's see if it. You know, Zaven Collins is six four, two seventy. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. 
<laughs> he runs around um, the field like that. Jameen Davis. Jameen Davis has coverage upside, but they you're not really sure yet how well he can cover. He's more of a project, but he is he's just okay. between that is who he is. I could see him going. I could see him going as high as the Browns. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if he goes in the first round, honestly. Um, yeah, but the he, Bills, the Bills are not going to take him. So the Bills, I want to ask you, who else do they have other than Devin Singletary? They have uh, the the rookie from last year out of uh, Utah. That's right. Yep, Moss. Okay. Yeah. Um. They could take a running back because I think we were even talking in the playoffs. They just well, threw the ball. They didn't trust the running backs. But ETN need, would be very intriguing in the, for that offense. Yeah, my pick for the Bills is going to be a corner, um, someone opposite Trey White. I at the beginning of this process, I came to you and I said, I said, God, I love Tyson Campbell. Don't really like Eric Stokes. Yeah. Well, I have come a hundred percent. I, I haven't changed my mind in the sense that I don't like Tyson Campbell, but I really like Eric Stokes. And the fact that he really? runs a 4-2, I was watching his pro day the other day and just watching him backpedal, and I looked at like just his focus, his body, his quickness, and I'm like, man, and this guy runs a 4-2? Uh, that's who I'm taking for the Bills, is Eric Stokes. I can see him. Being drafted by by Buffalo. Four two five. Four two five. Yeah, that's that's pretty quick. All right, Kansas City, Kansas City. Yeah, I think. Uh, oy. they have more holes than people think. But uh, who do they have inside? They signed Tooney from the Patriots, and they brought in Kyle Long, came out of retirement. So at guard, they're golden. No, on defense. Oh, they got, they got the best D tackle in the league. That's uh, right. Yeah, you're uh, you're right. Man, what the hell's his name? <laughs> God, I, I swear. Know you're talking about. I get yeah. off these podcasts, and I'm I'm like, you know, I'm on it, and then I get in here, and it's like. Just forget everybody. You know what I'm talking about, though. Um, no. Yeah, but like, give me uh They they need offensive line help so bad, dude. I mean, really pick your poison here. Give them give them Cosme, Sam Cosme. I mean, they're pick. just a, they're just atrocious on that offensive line. Well, the luxury pick. This is the ultimate luxury pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because there is not a glaring need, so it looks like they're not going to bring back Antonio Brown. But you do have Tyler Johnson in the wings. Um, You're loaded at tight end. This could be a sleeper spot for ETN. I I truly believe that. Even with bringing in Geo, I don't care. I mean, Geo's like 30 at this point, and doesn't impress me at all that was yeah dude that would be just a super luxury pick for tampa and i would be like all right whatever assholes you know um you know they they signed levante david to what a two-year deal 
didn't they tag Godwin though? So receivers probably. I know they got Kevin uh, or Tyler Johnson. I like Tyler Johnson. Um, yeah. So the question would be, I mean, if you're looking at a receiver, you know, for the Bucks, do they need a guy like Elijah Moore, or do they want someone who can play outside? Because I think Terrence Marshall Jr. would make a lot of sense. Um, I also think Barmore makes a lot of sense with the age on their defensive line. Well, they have Vita Vey. Um, but he's a but no. Yeah, Sue's, Barmore's Sue's, an end. Sue's old, yeah. Well, that's the thing is, with the way they run, they don't have... They need an edge more, because JPP is going to retire probably after this year. Him and Sue. Um, Jason Oa yeah. would make sense. That's you, another you know, guy. I, you know who else would I, would... I wouldn't be shocked if they went off the board. It's by no means a hole. But again, a luxury pick. Landon Dickerson. That's the only spot in that offensive line that could use an upgrade. They just don't have any holes, man. I mean, they, I mean, they, they just have a few players just getting older. That's it. Yeah, but it's always good to add studs to your defensive line rotation. Yeah. It's a team that doesn't need Barmore to be a key piece. He just needs to be some sort of contributor, which he will be. Yeah. Um, I'm going Christian Barmore to the Bucks. It, it's hard to pass on him at that point. I think you just got to figure it out. They have great coaches, you know? Yeah. All right, Jacksonville. Could use a receiver. Could use a tackle. Um, who who did I go? I went uh, well. T. Law, Trevor Lawrence, and they went more. Do you want to do you want to switch odds and evens, or do you want to keep it the same? So we're picking for the other teams this time. Um, whatever. It doesn't matter. I just I just wanted to make this pick. <laughs> then do it because I because I I think who you said earlier it very well could be the pick with Fryermuth. That's exactly um, that is exactly who I'm picking. Because they need a tight end bat, huh? Yeah, all they have is O'Shaughnessy, and you need a safety net with. Uh, they just need they just need so much. That team, I feel bad yeah. for Tra- Trevor Lawrence, but people are gonna people are gonna write him off year one, and I'm gonna tell him it's a big fat mistake. Um, so Jets, huh? Scroll all the way up. Again, another team that needs so much. Um, Travis Etienne. And they are jumping for joy that he's still there. Yeah, I don't know how. He just looks like a jet to me. All right, Falcons. We'll try to speed up this second round a little bit. Um, I'm going to stick with the defensive theme. Um, hold on, let me go to all. I don't, I really, they could take a third receiver. I don't think they need one. They had a couple guys step up this year. Um, surprise linebacker's not high on their list. Jameen Davis still sitting there is is a big deal. But I'm going to go Jason Owa out of Penn State. Uh, very raw, but God, the guy's an absolute freak athlete, and they just need great athletes on that defense to try putting something together. So that's who the Falcons are taking. They also need a running back, so don't sleep on a running back here for for the Falcons, because can we even name who their running back is? Because Gurley's not there. So 
Uh, I'm going to Google it. Um, Let's see. Atlanta Falcons. It's a deep running back class. I still think O is the pick, but they will go running back in this draft heavy. Yeah, I can really see Javante Williams. I, I mean, they need an edge bad, but I can see jo- Javante Williams playing in an Atlanta jersey. I'm gonna, uh, have, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna switch my pick. I think Javante Williams is a pick. Um, they don't have anyone playing running back except for those. No, it's those, Mike Davis. Yeah, they, yeah, Javante Williams is a pick. Miami Dolphins, Corey. Okay. So I went linebacker. Okay. It's got to be Elijah Moore or Jason Owa. Who they have? They have. They still have Parker. Who did we take? Pre- Who did we take Preston. for them? So they got Pitts and they got Parsons, right? Yeah. Man, this team is just building so fast. <laughs> well, they 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 did it right. I hate to say it, but when you know you suck, dude, they cashed in. They're like, here, take everybody. Don't care. You know, let's trade back. Let's get more picks. And my God, yeah, they just set them up. Selves up so pretty in this draft for three years, and they've been killing it. No, they also still need a running back. <sighs> yes, they do. Because they did not, and Javante but Williams those, just went, so they're probably to- pissed. Th- yeah, those top three are off the board. They will absolutely, I promise you, that's the risk of them not going running back in the first. And I think there's a very good possibility they're in play to trade back right before Pittsburgh. Uh, they probably know that's safe. Um. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like. Trust me, this this class is deep, but there is a massive drop off after the top three guys. Um, you can make an argument. Michael Carter is is the number four. I I'd probably agree with you, but he's not. I don't know if he's he's. You take him there. Um, I'm not sure he's a three down back. So, yeah, I mean. I'm going to go, because they have Preston, what, they have Parker and, and Preston Williams. They have Parker, Preston Williams, and Will Will Fuller. So they got tons of outside guys. So those top two yeah. guys there would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, man. Elijah Moore, I think, would probably make a lot of sense here. You can, you can argue Tony, too, but I think Moore's got more upside, especially I don't think Preston Williams or – Especially Parker. One of those guys aren't going to be there forever. And it's probably going to be Parker. I agree. Elijah Moore. Eagles. They took Devontae Smith. They need a cornerback or a linebacker. I don't care what that list says. Uh, Benjamin Zolak on Locked On NFL Draft is a Eagles fan and fanatic. And I hear about them all the time. But that is a reach for Joseph. And as much as I hate to say it, golly. Wouldn't Samuels make a lot of sense for them? But they need an outside. 
He can be outside, though. Um, I I think they need more of a true outside. I think Joseph is a reach. I actually think Melifonwu is a better corner. I also think I think Melifonwu and Campbell. Um, Joseph is a guy who it's going to take him a year or two. Eagles need someone who can play right now. So that's where Asante yeah, Samuel. Yeah, what's up? What's up with Campbell? He was I, I I swear he was rated higher a few weeks back. Did he um, not have a great I, pro day or something? I, no, he hasn't done anything wrong. I just think he's always been in that middle of the pack. Um, he's he ran in the four threes. He's fast. I liked Tyson Campbell better than I liked Stokes in the beginning. So I think Campbell makes sense. Um, but what I'm gonna do is I'm actually not going to do corner only because this guy is still there, and I think they desperately need linebacker help, and we're going to take Jameen Davis. We're going to take yeah. the value. And they'll load up on some of those. A lot of those corners I just named are going to be there in round three. So Jameen Davis is a pick for the Eagles. <laughs> Bengals. What, what assholes. Landon Dickerson. Imagine that draft. Who they took Sewell. Do they need a center? <laughs> Who's their center? Yeah. yeah, they they need one. I'm pretty sure. Well, that is a really Hold on, good let's pick. See. Man, Cincinnati. the Bengals knocked it out of the park. You you walk away with Sewell and Dickerson, like <laughs> there's honestly they. They don't need a slot receiver because that's what Boyd does. So Tony and some of these guys don't really make sense. Um, they'd be better off waiting and taking Nico Collins in round three. I, I mean, shit. Dickerson's a phenomenal pick. I mean, Burrow's never going to get touched again. Yeah, they need they need a center. Um, one guy's still hurt. The other guy's... Him. Card's in. I'm taking him. Yeah. Billy Price. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. But, uh... Panthers. Panthers at 39. God, for Terrace Marshall to still be there. They don't have wide receiver listed as a need. You have DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson... Anderson plays a lot, is kind of inside outside. DJ Moore specifically outside. You need a tight end. I don't necessarily as good as the tight end class is. I don't think there's any that makes sense here. I think you got to go a premier position. Um, they just took their edge rusher last year. It looks like interior offensive line is in need, where Creed Humphrey with his center guard versatility he's going to be a good pick for whoever takes him let's see what corners are available let's just forget the rankings and i'm going to go off of what i know uh asante samuel jr is too good to not be picked i gotta believe the nfl teams have him rated higher than this i'm gonna go asante samuel to the panthers Yeah, if they didn't go Samuel there, I agree with that pick. That's a good pick. I think uh, I think Creed Creed would be in play. 
I looked at their center list and it wasn't wasn't great. Um, but corner is more important than center. Um, all right, so we went what Justin Fields in the first to Denver. They need they do need a linebacker. Look at how far. Do you see how far they have Nick Bolton? I mean, fifty-seven. That guy was a lock for the first round, first round like a month ago. Yeah, I like. I do agree that I like Baron Browning more than Bolton. I like both of those guys, but I like Browning more. Six three two forty. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet do he's, like that he's kid. probably just rocked up. I bet. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Baron Browning. They need, they just need a linebacker so bad. I mean, they could go you know him or Bolton at that point. But Bolton, Bolton, I looks to me like a poor man's Devin Bush. He looks like Devin Bush without the speed. If that makes any sense whatsoever, maybe a little bit more of a hard hitter, but still a very you can tell he's got it. He calls the plays. He's a sideline to sideline kind of guy. He just doesn't have that over the top speed. So the Lions, Mr. Jaglum. Um, Lions are bad everywhere. They need a corner. We're going to take the highest graded corner. Kelvin Joseph is a little bit of a project. Um, you know what? I hate to do this. Let's look at offensive tackle first. I think this yeah, is going to be. Um, they're going to take Eichenberg. Uh, I don't know. Frankly, they have they have the kid from Ohio State. Their left tackle is good, uh, Taylor Decker. Um, I don't know who they have at right tackle, but Eichenberg is a starter day one, and they just need starters. All right, go to all players. The Giants are on the board. They took Devonta Smith, first pick. Man, and I, I I don't think they let uh, Owa. I think they run with that pick. Yeah. So P- a... Penn State, Penn State Edge, Jason Owa. Good I don't for them. think the, I don't think the Giants can mess that up. Nope. Um, San Francisco 49ers, They need interior offensive line. And they got a good one right they there. They got a good one right there. <laughs> um, they do need some help in their secondary. They lost a couple guys. Um, there's not really an edge rusher worth. Is Sherman here. coming back, or nope. did they cut him? He's a free okay. agent. He's, Is he a free he's agent? just hasn't been signed yet. He's his own agent, so he's going to wait until after the draft, and someone will pay because they didn't get a corner they wanted. Creed Humphrey's the pick for the Niners, and that's one hell of a god. That's one hell of a steal. I mean, honestly. Guy who's probably first round talent, but he's going to the Niners at forty three. All right, Dallas on the board. They went uh, what? J.C. Horn, first pick. Yeah, they need they need some O line help. They need some edge. Who's their tight end? Blake Nobody. Jarwin or. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, give him uh, Radden's 
you know, Mayfield could go here, tackle. But uh, Dylan Radden's tackle from North Dakota State. They need to start re rebuilding that offensive line again. Um, yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, well, you got you got what Lawrence Merrig and Fryermuth. Now let's let's go to the trenches and make sure we can protect our our franchise quarterback. Christensen's really good. He is truly and solely a tackle, though. Um, I I like Jalen Mayfield. Um, I also like Jackson Carmen. I think he's rated a little too low, um, but I'm gonna totally. go Jalen Mayfield. Yeah, I totally agree about the Carmen pick. Plus, they if they scouted Trevor Lawrence hardcore, well, they're watching Carmen every play too. Um, and I don't understand. He's not flashy like some of the other tackles. He's not the most powerful guy. He's not doesn't have the best hands. He doesn't have the best feet. But it's one of those things that he's just Jesus. he's just good at everything. Six, he's just five, good. Three fifty. He's just good, dude. You know, so I think people are really sleeping on that kid. I agree. I'm still going to go Mayfield because yeah. I think a team like the Jaguars, you you might have an all pro guard in Mayfield, um, yeah. but we know we can play tackle. I just think, I mean, Carmen, 6'5", 350, and put him at guard. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> but he's a hell of a tackle too. I, I think you worry about foot quickness at that size. Trying to play tackle in the NFL might be a little tough. Typically, the three, 300 to 315 is like where you want to be as a tackle, uh, especially with the quickness now. But I'm going Jalen Mayfield to the Jags. All right. New England went linebacker first round. Zayvon Collins. Oh, boy. They need, they need a receiver bad. Um,. There's a quarterback that's they could feel really good about. Um, you know, unfortunately, he was not part of my list, but um, I've come to watch him and and really like him the last few weeks. Is is David Mills from Stanford? He just looks like he 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 could maybe be the next Brady esque. I'm not going to call him the next Brady. the The, the issue with him is he only has 11 starting games under his belt. Um, there's something to him, and he look he looks like a patriot. I don't know if they're gonna do that at this point because I can also see them taking Trask too. I think they like that kind of player. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Just a, between the ears, smart smart player. They can run Bill Belichick's offense. Um. What do you think about Marshall? Do you think they're sense. just do you think they're just hey, desperate for an outside guy? I mean Tony doesn't make sense for the Patriots. I mean, honestly, Patriots are unconventional, but you need an outside guy who can run routes. They literally have no receivers on their team. Yeah, give <laughs> like, him Marshall. I, I and for him to fall to forty six, that's that's pretty good value because he could easily go round one. Chargers, this is going to be a corner. Um, and we're going to give... Lions ended up going someone else. I can't remember who now. Uh, we, oh, they took Eichenberg. Um, 
Yep, Chargers got their offensive lineman. Now you need a corner. Uh, they just lost uh, Casey Hayward. And they they dealt Desmond King last year at the trade deadline. They need some cornerbacks. We're going Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky. All right. The right is... So... Let's see. Yeah, go to all. Man. Man. They also Anzu- they also Anwuzariki use... would probably make sense. Yeah, that's give them them. I mean, they usually could go. Uh, I could see them going Carmen too. They've drafted a lot of Clemson players the last few years since uh, Mayock and uh, Gruden have come aboard. So Carmen could be in play. Um, but you know, that's another guy right there too, is OC. Um, I think he goes ahead of, uh, uh, Gregory from Miami. Um, but yeah, give him, give him, uh, Levi there. On Woodsriki? Yeah. Cardinals. Nick Bolton is still there. They need a middle linebacker. Done and done. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some All of these right. guys shouldn't have fallen, so it just makes so much sense. Um, Miami still needs a running back. I think this is where you can you can say, you know what, give me Michael Carter. Michael Carter to the Dolphins. Um, okay, so Redskins. Uh, they took offensive line when you picked in the first round. Hey, the Washington football team guy. Okay. Did I? Oh, did I say the the R word? <laughs> yeah, we're totally going to be going to be banned now on every podcast. So there's one guy that has great coverage skills at the linebacker position. Um, not quite as good as Joker, but definitely has a lot of upside. Jabril Cox to the red to the football team. <laughs> Dude, I'm never gonna shake it either. That that's what we grew up yeah, calling and watching. Life, so you know? you know they they pulled them too, and it was like 92 percent of them were like, "Yeah, we love it." Anyway, um, right. Corey, I think we're only doing two rounds because I don't want to. No, wanna yeah, miss we're, we're already. Here. All right, so. Brady Christensen, tackle. You took a quarterback round one of Mac Jones. Go, go, go! Get yourself a tackle. Even though my favorite, one of my favorite tackles is Spencer Brown out of Northern Iowa, six what? foot eight. But uh, give him. I don't like the Bears. Give him Brady uh, Christensen. Not saying he's bad, but. All right, Titans. I think uh, you address your cornerback now. You fill that number two receiver role. Um. I think Rondale Moore's the pick. You want someone who can play outside. Tony's the slot guy. Rodgers. I mean, Deami Brown's a sleeper. He actually makes a lot of sense. Good deep ball threat. But I do like, I could see Rondale Moore in a Titans uniform. I think he makes a lot of sense. He's electric. Um, Boogie, woogie, woogie. Yeah. Uh, Definitely needs to fine tune his route running. 
but uh, crazy good talent. I think he's a you know a little short, but that's who the Titans go with. All right. Ooh, Colts have what? Um, did they re-sign Ty? I think they, they did, didn't they? They re-signed Ty. They have Paris Campbell and they have uh, Michael, uh, the guy at USC from last year. Michael, yeah. uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yep. Give them Aaron Robinson. They they do need a corner. Steelers. Wait, so I ended up getting the Steelers twice, even though we switched spots. That's funny. <laughs> do you guys need a safety? No. Well, yeah, but we're not gonna. Well, we, I'm gonna take. I, I'm we gonna take. We haven't scouted one. I'm gonna take the best true corner on the board right now, and that's Melifonwu out of Syracuse. Dude, six three. Wow, they have him six two here, but he's gonna be a hell of a player. Uh, he he could easily go round one. It would not shock me if teams have him graded higher. Um, I don't know who you have it outside, but he'll probably beat out one of them. That's how good he is. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, Melifon, no. he's a first-round talent. He's. I would not he's be. Dead. I would not be upset about that. I wouldn't be upset about Molden, Campbell, um, I, you know. The fact that you – Molden needs to go to a team who needs, who needs a safety and a corner. You know what I mean? Because he's probably going to end up being a Buda Baker. I think yeah. he's going to end up being a safety. Yeah. I can see that pick. I, uh, I'm i going to guess right now, Steelers' second-round pick is going to be either Tommy Tremble, tight end from Notre Dame, or Quinn Mearns from, uh, what, Wisconsin? Uh, what do you call that school? Oh, because Whitewater. But I, I didn't yeah. actually... Uh, I never took Dickerson for you, so I, I should have thought a little harder. But no, no, either way. no. We already took him. Uh, remember, the Bengals took Landon Dickerson. No, no, no. I, I know. What I mean is we almost took him in round one, but oh. I ended up going with Najee. So it would have made sense for me to look back there. But Steelers are not upset. They with need Mo a corner. Hanwell. No, yeah. they need a corner. All right, Seattle. Please. Man, there's a lot of edge rushers still available. Gregory Rousseau was going to be a top yeah. five pick going into this college season. <laughs> like, Give him Rousseau. They're jumping for joy. Uh, Rams need offensive line. I mean, what's-his-face is like 45. Whitworth. Um, I don't know why. He, uh, I think this is oof, Spencer Brown's still there. Uh, the Rams in that offense... I don't know if Carmen has the movement skills to deal with the creativity out in L.A., but they are going to run the shit out of Cam Akers next year. Uh, have them run behind Carmen. 6'5", 350, underrated. Take him. Yeah, he's a big boy. All right. So, Baltimore. They do need a safety. They could use another receiver. Um, they they need a right tackle too, right? Well, technically, he asked for a trade, um, so we don't really know. You know, Richie Grant was another one before last season. He was being mocked in the late first. Um, I saw Javon Holland mocked to the Colts at twenty-one yesterday. 
Holy <laughs> shit. I mean, I've never, I didn't watch the guy. Um, I also know Jamar Johnson is climbing up boards. He's out of, yeah, Indiana. Um, good receiver. Man, I hate to do it, but doesn't Amari doesn't Amari Rogers just make so much sense? Maybe maybe he doesn't. Maybe Tony makes more sense. That that offense is just. I have a hard time wrapping my head around it. Um, I think they need a a true outside receiver because Hollywood Brown is only deep. You want someone Amari Rogers can run crossers. I think. Tony, in my opinion, does not make sense. I think Rodgers and Brown make tons of sense. Actually, yeah, give him Amari Rod- Rodgers. Amari Rodgers. Yeah, and he can catch through traffic too. They just middle. need they need that consistent receiver. Let's see. You got OBJ coming back. Your third receiver's not great. Um, you got Greedy Williams at opposite uh, your your good corner. Who's still on the board at corner? They need a safety too. <sighs> My favorite player in the draft. Going to the Cleveland Browns at fifty nine. They need a they need a corner. They need a slot corner. I'm sorry. They actually don't necessarily need a slot corner, but they do need a safety. I Browns are about adding weapons. Um, he can't play outside, but maybe Greedy Williams turns into something. You also got some guys here like St. Just, Rochelle, Mukawam, guys you can take later. You know um, who I really like is Rochelle, but anyway. Yeah, I've heard good things. I didn't watch Rochelle. Or I think I did, but it was not extensively. Elijah Molden to the Browns. Okay. Um, Saints one corner. Put put uh, the whole board on. Put all players. We got to have some guys who've fallen here. I mean, Kadarius Tony still available at 60. In, in that offense, too. Oh, man. They're, they're jumping yeah. for joy. Yeah, go Tony, because the thing with Tony is too he's he's he could be an elite uh, returner. Um, Basham is another guy who was projected like top fifteen coming into this year. He might have actually opted out, so I don't know why some of these guys are falling. But uh, Bills need an edge rusher. Um, they are very old at edge rusher. They don't really have any studs who can get to the quarterback. Basham makes sense. That's the pick. Okay, Green Bay, baby. Took Bateman in the first. Um, you guys need tackle? So, between... Right now, our biggest need is this. Corner. Um, is, is corner, defensive line, linebacker, which, no... Um, or tackle. Um, you could also argue, oh, Spencer Brown's still there. You could also argue interior offensive line because we have some young guys who could 
Please Do, who's your who's your okay, but you don't have a you don't have a short thing at center? No, we drafted Jake Hansen out of Oregon last year. He was a center and we drafted Stepaniak out of Indiana. He's a guard. And John Runyon Jr., who's a guard tackle. Um, you're probably gonna play Lucas Patrick at center if you don't get somebody. Alright, go to center. Or IO IOL there. Where why am I missing it? That's ID. Down. Go down. Oh, there we go. Oh. Quinn. Give him Mirrens. Give him Quinn. Th- doesn't that just make sense at this point? I do like Josh Myers too, but uh, yeah, dude, he it's in his backyard. Apparently, he he just plays for NCAA. Didn't even have a school there. Yeah, I love that pick. Believe it or not, the the Chiefs have become a little one dimensional with Tyreek Hill and. Travis Kelsey, like those, those those receivers they have behind him now with Sammy Watkins going, I truly believe it's a need. Um, now, what kind of receiver? Deami Brown's a deep threat. Nico Collins is a guy who opted out, who just has talent, shit ton of talent. Doesn't have I like Eskridge? Well, I like Eskridge too, um, and he's more of a Chiefs kind of a Chiefs build, small school guy, five nine. I think they're going to go for someone with a little more size. They don't really have a receiver with size who can, who's a complete receiver. They have all of these, all of these speedsters that really just get by on speed and run deep, but not someone who can run bound, run routes, catch balls on the boundary, outside of Tyreek Hill, but like a bigger guy who can go up and high point the ball, threaten the red zone. I know you have Kelsey, but I think Nico Collins is a better fit. Um, Six four two fifteen. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going Nico Collins to the Chiefs. All right, last pick, second round, Tampa Bay. All right, so we went Barmore in the first because he fell to them. Um, they do not need tackle. Uh, a guy like Eskridge could be in play here. He'd be an interesting... Like, that's a guy um, who would excel on the Bucks, but might struggle working his way in on a different team. Deami Brown's a fucking stud, man. Yeah. If you really if you really think you're going you're gonna to lose what's-his-face... Go to interior offensive line, though. Because I, I thought about drafting Dickerson in the first. I think, I think Myers... Or Ben Cleveland. Um, you don't like Wyatt Davis? I like him too. I like him too. Um, give him, uh, give him Ben Cleveland though. What? Because because apparently he can play guard or center. All right, Corey. I think we call it good after two rounds. Yeah. Um, Ryan, we missed you. Um, no one does an outro like you do, so I think we're just going to say thank everybody for listening. Corey, um, in the words of of our wise, fearless leader, Ryan, where can the good kids find you?
Yes, you are. Steelers group. I'm. I'm gonna start bringing them back. One week from the draft. We talk about how we just had a two-hour mock or a two-hour podcast. Yeah, I'm not surprised. All right, all right, folks. You can find me at Green and Gold Lifers uh, on Facebook. It's a Facebook group. Everything Packers. Um, moving forward, we are going to start developing some uh, some content um, specific to our podcast on those platforms. We are not yet there. Um, but thank everybody for listening and have a fantastic evening. Uh, Corey, you got anything else? Hut, hut, pass. Pass me a draft. There you go. Song coming soon. Awful, awful uh, alley-oop on my, on my part. Awful pass. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, thank everybody for listening, and we will see you next week. Yep, one more pre-draft. Good night. Yep. night. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Gig News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.